Welcome to the Dream Chasers podcast. I'm your host, Jess Shuruk. I'm a photographer for wellness brands, and I teach bloggers and business owners how to style and photograph content for their own brand with my brand photography course. I created this podcast to share the stories of entrepreneurs pursuing fulfillment, wellness, and spiritual enlightenment over traditional measures of success. Their stories and experiences are meant to inspire, expand your belief of what's possible, and empower you to actualize your dreams. If you like this episode, please leave a review and share it with someone who could benefit from the information and stories you're about to learn. Hello guys, it's Jess, and in this week's episode, I interview a holistic nutritionist, so it's very much up my alley. Her name's Jenna Duncan, and she's the founder of an accountability health coaching program called the Embody Method, and she also has a health center located in Kingston, Ontario, Canada, called Simply Well. Um, So Jenna is super passionate about all things to do with wellness. Um, she's a Pilates instructor, she talks about spirituality, she's a holistic nutritionist, she's certified in Reiki, and much more. Um, so in this episode, we discuss what sparked her passion for wellness and um, her own healing journey that led up to this career path she pursued. Um, we also talk very much about her entrepreneurial journey because she's only 27 and she's done so much and she started her business from such a young age while still in university. Um, I'll let you actually listen to the episode. I won't give too many details away about it, but she's such a go-getter and so inspiring, um, at least for me. That's what I feel. And yeah, she has a whole team of practitioners that work under her with her current business And she's just really passionate about, you know, sharing knowledge and helping people really improve their lives by following a healthy plant-based lifestyle. Um, So in this episode, I mean, I have so many questions I want to ask her because I'm very interested in this topic and I've noticed a lot of positive changes since I've made um, the switch to a mostly plant-based lifestyle for about over a year now. Um, But yeah, we talk about how to get enough protein and what are the actual health benefits and what are the common health conditions people come in with that can be fixed just with um, a few diet changes. So yeah, um, we talk about a lot of stuff. And if you're interested in a career in the health and wellness industry and working with a team, opening up a physical location... I think you'll definitely find Jenna's story and her experiences super valuable and inspiring. So yeah, let's dive in. Hi guys, it's Jess here and I'm back with another episode of the Dream Chasers podcast. On today's episode, I have Jenna and she's the owner of two businesses, the Embody Method and Simply Well, which is a health center. Now, I find this crazy because you have two businesses, which means you must be so busy. And I want to know, I guess, like a little bit about both of them. Hi. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of happened over the course of, I guess it's been about five years now. So I started with Simply Well, which has gone through so many phases. I can't even keep track at this point. (laughs) Um, 
Um, <laughs> we started out as an online um, just juice by delivery when cold pressed juice was like super hot and everyone wanted it. We didn't have it in this town and I got a juicer. So I was like, hmm. Maybe I'll just start making juice for my family and friends. And then it spiraled and I opened my first location like six months later. Wow. That's fast. That's cool. It was fast. (laughs) It was fast. Um, So that happened for three and a half years. I had a juice and smoothie bar that we also had like nutritionists and acupuncturists and everything like that in the space. And then we just kind of outgrew that space. And I wanted to change over from the food industry to just a health center so this past year, I opened Simply Well Integrated Health Center and Beauty Bar. Um, so now we focus on um, a whole bunch of different holistic modalities. I am a certified nutritionist, a Pilates instructor, and a certified Reiki practitioner. So we encompass those things. And then I work with several other practitioners as well. And that's my first business. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I do. That's where I go. <laughs> and then I had originally launched Simply Well Living, which was a kind of like a blog just for my personal self as like an independent practitioner. Mm-hmm. And I just found it was a little bit confusing with marketing and everything. So I switched it up and changed it to Embody Method, mm-hmm. which essentially is a program-based platform for online um, and we focus on detox, um, reducing inflammation and weight loss slash weight management. So yeah, I've been doing that for about a year now and I just switched over the branding. So that's pretty new, um, but it's going really well and I love it. <laughs> so your second one's more online focused than it sounds like. Yeah. So what I realized over the course of like the last two years is like, with everything else in the world, everything's going online Mm -hmm. and people don't want to come in and see you face to face and like deal with parking and whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I don't really need to, I can just do this all over the phone. Mm -hmm. So I um, started working with clients remotely and then I had a really big influx of people who wanted to work on weight loss. So I was doing that and then found that there was something missing that they would go home and take all the tools that I had given them and the tips and all that stuff. And it would work for a little while and then they would kind of forget Mm -hmm. uh, or they'd be confused and it was just a lot of back and forth. So I developed an accountability program Mm -hmm. um, and that worked so, so, so well um, because you're texting me, you know, every meal that you eat in a day, everything outside of water, your proof of workout. And I'm there. Yeah. I'm there 24 seven to guide you through what it takes to live a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So the success rate with that has been so amazing and it's so inspiring every day because my clients lose like anywhere from like 10 to 30, 40 pounds. And they're just like happy because it's like a lifestyle change. It's not really about the weight. It's like, oh my God, I finally get it. What works for my body? Mm-hmm. And that's like what the mission is of the Embody Method. Wow. That's so cool. I feel like that makes sense too, because a lot of people have like the knowledge of like what they should be eating and shouldn't be eating, right? It's kind of sometimes it's pretty basic. It's like healthy foods versus like junk food, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like you need to exercise, but I feel like the accountability part is such a key thing. Like that's probably what makes your program so different and makes it so successful. Yeah. So I feel like nowadays everyone's a little bit confused because there's so many different like eating methods. 
there is. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you have to be gluten-free and only eat avocados. Or so what like, do you promote actually? Like, what do you tell people? Like, what do you advise? Um, so the core of my program is plant-based for the first 30 days because um, essentially I started off that way because we reduce inflammation first, then we detox, and then we create a lifestyle. So mm-hmm. that's how every program goes for everyone. Um, the rate at which it changes is different based on everyone's individual bodies. Like some people have a lot of inflammation and you can't really detox without reducing inflammation because you get a lot of symptoms like headaches, bloating, Mm -hmm. comfortable in your body. It's achy. So we obviously want to reduce those effects before jumping into a detox. Okay. So plant-based first and then pescatarian and then you know, the further we get into the program, the more freedom you have to add things on. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not a restrictive person. Like my mantra is we balance green juice and rosé and rosé is totally okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I also love eating plant-based. So I love that this is like how you start your whole program off. Like I I don't even like to call it like being vegan anymore. I like, I just like using the word plant-based because it makes so much more sense. Yeah, I agree. I hate the word vegan. And I feel like Sometimes vegans don't hate me vegans, but sometimes <laughs> vegans are just like angry about yeah. and judgmental when yeah. people are <laughs> Yeah, and I just don't stem from a judgmental place. Not that every vegan does, obviously. Um, but like if you're doing your best and ninety-five percent of the time you're eating vegetables and like, you know, not you're trying your hardest to avoid like animal byproducts. Mm-hmm. And then one day you slip up and have like a piece of fish, like good for you for trying your best and really working that 95%. Yeah. That's I feel like I'm my, at. my lifestyle approach with like, cause I, I sometimes say like, oh, I try to eat vegan and people are like, what do you mean you try? I'm like, I don't know, like 80% of my meals are vegan. <laughs> like yeah. I basically don't buy any meat and dairy at home. And mm-hmm. it's like more if I go out to a restaurant, sometimes I'm like, oh, sometimes I feel like a burger. Or I want pizza or like there's cheese in something and I'm not going to say no cheese. But mm-hmm. it's like, I almost just like really avoid it because of how it makes me feel. It makes me feel better the less I have, but I'm not going to like completely eliminate and restrict myself if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're the type of person that enjoys meat or enjoys cheese or fish, whatever, mm-hmm. and you're saying, I'm never going to eat this again, it's very overwhelming. I, <laughs> yeah, Like I'm not someone who's ever enjoyed those things, but like sometimes I crave cheese. I'm like, I'm Italian and like, you know, I don't like the fish or the meat, but cheese is like mm-hmm. my best friend and mm-hmm. my worst nightmare all wrapped into one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there's cheese on something, I'm not going to like lose my mind over it. Like, I'm yeah. It no, I like that approach though. Also, I'm wanting to know like from your perspective, because this is like what you like do with your nutrition plans, what are like the benefits of plant based eating? Mm-hmm. So definitely, like I said, I use plant-based eating for two major things, one for inflammation and one for detox. Mm-hmm. Um, so on a plant-based diet, you're obviously, well, hopefully getting a lot more fiber than you would with any other kind of diet. Diet And fiber is kind of the key to mm-hmm. move things out of your body properly. Mm-hmm. Um, the three key elements are antioxidants, fiber, and protein. And on a plant-based diet, you're really using those three things to safely detox on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we have so many environmental toxins and toxins on our food and everything like that, that eating meat and animal byproducts are actually like 
making it harder on our systems to move that. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's generally speaking a healthier choice if done properly for most people. It's like the least restrictive in the sense that you're not like going keto and cutting out, you know, like your healthy carbs and all of that (laughs) stuff. You're really just looking at a whole base plant um, based approach because, you know, you want to get everything that you can out of your meals and that just creates a healthy environment in so many ways. I don't even know if I'm answering the question because there's just no, you, so no, many are. big things. Yeah. Like I hate to be like the cliche one being like, oh, you know, it prevents cancer and all these things. But like it's been proven time and time again yeah. that the more your cells are intact and the more you're naturally detoxing and reducing inflammation, the better your chances are, mm-hmm. you know, at living a healthy lifestyle. How long is the like reducing inflammation and detoxing process on your programs? Like, I'm just curious how long the, just the solely plant-based approach you like recommend people to do that for. So the first 30 days is definitely all plant-based and Mm -hmm. then the rest of the program is pretty much plant-based, but you have more freedom. Um, (laughs) Like I said, I can't really put a time sticker on reducing inflammation because like Mm -hmm. me versus you, it could be totally different. And Mm -hmm. like if someone has, you know, Crohn's or some kind of inflammatory um, issue in their body, then that's going to take a lot longer to reduce than it would um, otherwise. So we definitely want to have those down. And then the detox phase is around um, between 10 and like 15 days where we really hit it hard and stick to the protocol. Mm-hmm. And I'm after- also curious, like what's the difference between those two phases? I feel like I'm just learning so much. Now I'm just like, <laughs> all the, like what, is, what is the difference? <laughs> mm-hmm. So reducing inflammation, um, they're really not that big of a difference except for you're incorporating a lot of like anti-inflammatory foods so you know upping your turmeric you're doing a lot of healthy fats um lots and lots of lemon water and I incorporate some supplements into that so I work with um a company called Metagenics and Mm -hmm. they have some great products in there that help medicinally remove inflammation and reduce it Um, so we work with that first. Again, those products are heavily saturated in turmeric and like Mm -hmm. all of those, like holy basil and all the good herbs. Um, we up our antioxidants. So fresh basil, parsley, you know, like now in the summer is the perfect time because they're in abundance, like everyone's growing them. So grabbing onto those and just really looking at the layout of your food on your plate. You know, we want to at least have half of our plate plate full, 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 full of veggies. And we want to have a quarter of our plate full of healthy fats and then a quarter with our protein and then load on the antioxidants on top. And that's like a really good anti-inflammatory meal. Mm. Moving through into the detox, it's all about, you know, eliminating caffeine, eliminating alcohol for that, for that time. Yeah. To allow for the toxins to safely move through the liver. And then, um, again, just stemming back to the anti-inflammatory meal plan, it's pretty much the same. You're definitely upping your protein and working on moving heavy metals. So things like cilantro, lemons, limes, all of those help. And we create like an alkaline state for your body, Mm -hmm. which helps things move as well. 
Wow. This is so interesting. I love it. And it's funny because I love using turmeric on things. I love lemon water. Thoughts on uh, matcha? Because I drink matcha every day and I know it's like super high in antioxidants, but I know there's also caffeine. So that'd be something people would have to actually not have during the detox period. Yeah. So during the detox period, we wouldn't be able to have the caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, matcha is great. Otherwise, super high in antioxidants. I'm not like a hater on caffeine. Actually, like I drink green tea every day. I had a matcha this morning. Uh, yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but during the detox, what happens is that your liver goes through phases of detoxification and how it processes the toxins. And if you're having caffeine, it skips over the first phase and jumps to the second. Mm-hmm. And essentially it's not pushing the toxins through properly. So you don't want to skip over that. And alcohol kind of just messes up the whole phase. So you definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> no rosé during those 15 days then. No, bad times. <laughs> uh, um, so I had another question. Um, so I guess like what, oh yeah, actually, this is one that I feel a lot of people want to know. At least I do. But how can someone get enough protein when they're eating plant-based? Yeah, so find out. Hi, you should check out my website because I have a huge rant on there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like we're in the era of people worrying about protein, and we always go through like phases where we're like, yeah. "Oh my god, don't eat fat." Just kidding. Drink a whole bottle of olive oil before you wake up. You know, <laughs> like we went through that phase, and now we're in the "Oh my god, protein, protein, protein." Mm-hmm. So just naturally from eating, if you're eating a whole foods diet, 100% you're getting enough protein. Mm-hmm. And if you're eating a whole foods plant based diet, 100% you're getting enough protein. The average person, I think eats around 28 grams of protein a day. Mm-hmm. And um, we're generally speaking overeating protein. What we're undereating is fiber. So mm-hmm. if you're overeating protein and undereating fiber is just storing in, like it creates a toxic environment in your body and it just gets stored as fat cells. Mm-hmm. And the fat cells um, just kind of layer up and they become like, a hodgepodge of fat and toxin and that's why sometimes it's easy or sorry it's harder for people to shed those like awkward areas because it's kind of accumulated and built up and it is really hard to like break through and scrub those out um so focusing on fiber you're always going to get enough protein like veggies have protein you know nuts seeds legumes legumes have so much protein and so much fiber I feel like beans and chickpeas and yes. I, I always am like oh quinoa I should have more quinoa but I really just don't like quinoa you <laughs> know I know it's like one of the best things to eat probably yeah it's pretty good for you you don't have to do it but like if you're getting in your legumes like your beans and one can of lentils you're getting your whole daily dose of fiber and your whole daily dose of protein so wow. yeah it's really not that hard but you just have to think smart, like eat smart. And do you find if people are like working out a lot that they need more protein or not really? Um, I like to give it a 30 minute window from workout to protein just for cell um, recovery. But Mm -hmm. then again, like a lot of people do intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. Um, So waiting until like your fast is coming to an end to do your workout is a good idea. Um, You definitely like need to up your calories when you're working out. If you're looking to build muscle. If you're looking to lose weight, you can keep the calories the same, but just again, eating a little bit smarter. Protein is something that's going to like recover your muscles 
and um, build the muscle, right? So you definitely want to incorporate protein into that regime. Mm -hmm. But I'm just not of the opinion that we need to stress about protein because you're going to get enough (laughs) whether you're thinking about it or not. (laughs) I like that approach though. That's Mm -hmm. like, that takes the pressure off. Don't have to focus it on so much. You're like, get more fiber, get more nutrients. Yeah. Work on on eating your vegetables and it'll all work out. (laughs) Okay. So a topic, not about like the actual nutrition, but more about your business, but how did you go about opening a physical location? I feel like that sounds like a huge endeavor. And that's like, and also you're very young. Yeah. How old are you? Can I ask? (laughs) Yeah. I'm 27 right now. Um, Yeah. You're very young. (laughs) Um, I feel like I have PTSD and just blacked out throughout the whole process. Like, (laughs) I don't know. That's a lie, I guess, because I used to say I don't know that I could do it again, but I just did it again. So um, there you go. That's awesome. That's like so inspiring, though, because you're very young. You have like two businesses and a physical location, and that's a lot of overhead costs and just a lot different than an, an online business. It really is. And obviously, like, so I came fresh out of university. I had my first real job for three months mm-hmm. and they were like, we want to pay you to go to nutrition school and work here. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And like the day before I signed the contract, I was like, just kidding. I'm quitting and I'm actually doing my own thing. So okay, that wait, was, wait. I want to hear about what made you do that? Were you I, nervous? Were you, what were you thinking? Like, were you just like, yeah. I knew I had to start my own business? No, I was never, I was always the girl having like mental breakdowns in university being like, what the hell am I doing with my life? I have no idea. And my mom would be like, it's okay, you're going to figure it out. And then I would drop out of university and be, and then I would go back the next semester. I think I dropped out of university about four times. Really? That's so yeah. funny to, wow. Yeah. Cause I just did That's not cool. know. I didn't know what I was doing. Like mm-hmm. nothing felt right. I had all yeah. these plans and I would go into it and be like, is this right? I don't know. And then I got sick. Programs? Oh yeah. Oh, you changed programs. I went to three universities and changed programs a million times. Dropped out like four times. Like it was a mess. My parents, um, they're saints. Like I don't know how they dealt with. That's so nice. They were so like, you'll figure it out. Like they're just like so easygoing about it all. Even though, oh, that can be a stressful time. And I'm sure you felt lost. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to drop out, and my mom was like, "You should just finish. Like you're halfway through." (laughs) Like. in the end, that's what my mom was saying. Like, okay, Jenna, you're like a couple months away. You can do it. And I'd be like, I can't. And she's just like, you're doing it. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, yeah. so yeah. So what the job then? So it's just like such a long story. Yeah. So I was sick in university. <laughs> okay. I went to school in the States. I got really sick and decided while I was away on vacation, I had just broken up with my boyfriend. I was like, I'm going to go vegan because I read the book Skinny Bitch. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that was like the turning point for my whole life. I was like, wow. oh my God, there's people out there that don't like meat. I hate meat. Like it's disgusting. And then I flew home and was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with like living plant-based or whatever. I didn't call it plant-based back then. Mm-hmm. And, but I was so confused. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had zero clue how to eat plant-based. I literally lived off of, this is no, no word of lie. I had a townhouse and I would cook only onions and peppers and I ate only onions and peppers and water for like a month and a half. I lost like 20 something pounds. I came home after university was over for that, for that term. And my family was like, what is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. I was like so bloated, but so skinny. 
And my, uh, my neighbors recently had moved in and my mom's like, you need to talk to this girl because she is a nutritionist and she's a homeopath and I think you need help. <laughs> and so yeah. I went over and spoke with her and she was like, okay, here's the rundown on the health and wellness world. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. So I changed all my programs over for the next semester and went into nutrition and neuropsychology and took two certification programs online blah, blah, blah. I started working at her clinic mm-hmm. she's a clinic, and I worked as a receptionist for a few months. Obviously she was my neighbor and knew that I was really interested in this. And so she was like, why don't you take a job here? I'll pay for your schooling and then we can go from there. And while that was all happening, again, I got the juicer, I think for Christmas. And then I started making juice. <clears throat> Long story short, the juice took off and like the online sales were through the roof. I was juicing at this like small little, like under a car wash station at night from like 10 PM until 2 AM every night with my saint of a mom. Um, She would come juice with me and we would send out the delivery orders for the next day. And then I would go to my job and she would go to her job. Oh my God. Yeah. So eventually, (laughs) I don't know if it was burnout or just like I was going insane. And um, my friend's mom called us and was like, I found a really great space for a juice bar and she's a realtor. Anyways, um, we went down there, checked it out. And I went and met with the landlord that day. I like dressed up in my like cutest outfit and was like, I am a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> went and negotiated the space with him. And then was, he was like, yeah, for sure. I'm like inspired by you, blah, blah, blah. And then had to like find money. So that was the whole other thing. Cause like how much is a retail space? Like they're pricey. Um, that space was 4,000 a month plus okay. utilities. So not as bad as I was thinking, but still quite a bit for yeah. Overcross. You're from Toronto, like yeah, right. I'm like yeah. not that bad from here. No. <laughs> yeah, so I was like at the time, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take out a loan, and all else fails. Like I just have student debt. Like I had never paid for university. I was super blessed. So I was like, I'll just be like a normal person, and I'll have this debt, mm-hmm. and it just went from there. Like you just figure one thing out at a time. And like, I definitely made huge, huge mistakes. I mean, I was 22 and you know, I had taken one business course and knew nothing Mm -hmm. and got taken advantage of, got pulled through like every which way we were supposed to open in June. Thankfully we didn't because it would have been a nightmare if we did but we didn't open until November because like the designer screwed me over and just like things that you don't, when you're like naive and 22 and you're like, I'm starting a business. Everything's great. Everyone supports me. I'm excited. You don't think practically in certain situations. So designer. Yeah. I had hired, well, you need an architect to like map out the floor plans and everything for the city. And I got recommended to a designer and I gave him my budget. And when it came down to time to start, he had doubled my budget and basically like literally doubled it. And I had like $700 to my name outside of this loan. And I was like, um, where do you think I'm getting this money? I'm 22. And he was just like, figure it out. And I was like, okay, well no. And then it ended up being like a situation, but yeah. Like why do people do that? Why do they think they can push the budget? That's so annoying. Especially the amount that it just didn't make sense. Like, like a little bit over, like double. <laughs> it was literally double. And he was 
like, yeah, I don't care. You'll have to figure it out. So I did figure it out, but not with him. <laughs> Good. Good for yeah. you. Wow. That's a, yeah, that's like a tough thing. And you were 22. Like that's such a, wow. That's a lot. <laughs> You're like, I know. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to quickly interrupt this episode to share something special with you. Are you a health and wellness business or blogger that wants to grow your impact and or your income? Now, we all know it's so important that people in the health and wellness industry build a brand. I know you have an important message to share. I know your products and your services are going to change so many people's lives. But first, you need to get in front of your ideal customer and start attracting them to your brand. Now, the way to do that is with beautiful brand visuals. Those are going to be the first thing that your audience notices and is going to fall in love with you for. And I know you have an area of expertise that's most likely not branding and not photography. And I know even from when I was starting in my photography journey, it can be a struggle to really take nice photos. It's so hard to get the perfect angle, get good lighting, use the right settings, um, even just figuring out posing and product styling and all that. And even after tons of time and effort, it can still turn out kind of crappy. So I don't want you to waste your precious time. And I know not everyone has, you know, extra money that they can invest in hiring a professional photographer. So I have another solution for you. And I have a course that teaches you guys how to style and capture your own brand photos. So I've been a brand photographer for over three years and I broke down my complete creative direction and photography process into nine different steps. So in this course, I go over a lot. Just a few of the things that I teach is, of course, how to take high quality and beautiful photos and which settings to use during which lighting conditions and all that. How to style products to look appealing and to really just like communicate a story and not just be placed randomly in a photo. I also teach how to discover what makes your brand really unique and how you can translate that through photos. So you really just stand out online and people start recognizing your brand. You don't just blend in with a sea of everyone else that's in the health and wellness industry. I also in this course teach you how to edit your photos because editing really takes an average photo to an amazing photo. Um, it's just one of the most magical transformations you can do. And everybody also wants that beautiful, cohesive Instagram feed because that's what is going to make people hit the follow button when they find you online. Now we all know photos are used everywhere for building your brand, not just Instagram, but any social media, they're used when you're, you know, putting out content on your email list, they're used on your website, for Facebook ads, for print materials, for press releases. There's so many places where you need photos and you don't want to use crappy, low quality photos. You want to make sure they're very professional looking because that's going to communicate that you take your brand seriously and you offer a professional product or service. And I know if you're in the health and wellness industry, you are probably wanting to work with brands that really resonate with your message and maybe get some sponsored campaigns going. And believe me, brands want to collaborate with you. 
but they really want you to be able to capture nice high quality photos of their product. So this is also just a really great skill if that is another stream of income you're wanting to add into your current business model. So if this is something you want to learn, you can see how it would benefit growing your health and wellness business and blog. You can visit my website, sharookstudios.com backslash education, and I have a promo code for podcast listeners. You will receive $100 off the course with the code DREAMCHASERS. So yeah, go visit the website, register for the course, and start creating the brand of your dreams. All right, let's get back into this episode. Um, so what made you pursue like this path of like holistic healing? Like what like really sparked that love for it within you? Um, what definitely sparked the love was my neighbor who like nursed me back to health essentially. I was like yeah. super tiny and not well. And she was like, here you go. You have to commit to this these are the things you need to do. And at the time I was just like, yes, I'm so skinny. And, you know, I was like in my twenties and like the skinnier, the better. And like, I don't care if I don't feel good. I just want to party. And she was like, no, like this ends now. She was like, (laughs) I was literally, my first question to her was, if I'm going to do this, what kind of alcohol could I drink? And she was like, she was like, well, you know, wine is the worst. And the best thing that I don't want to tell you is that straight alcohol is the best. And I was like, okay, so only shots for me. (laughs) And you said wine is the worst? And just like with the sugars. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Obviously, like anything sugary is not good. But at the time, I was just like drinking a lot of wine, I think. Like the crappy wine, you know, when you're 20 and you're just like downing liters of wine. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Your journey's so interesting. Um, so I'm also curious too, what are like the most common health problems people like approach you with? I think everything kind of stems from inflammation and lack of natural detox. Um, you know, lymphatic drainage is a huge thing that we should be naturally doing, but when we're super inflamed and like I said, toxins build up over time, that's kind of where all the problems stem from. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the range of issues that I kind of see is really narrowed down at this point because I think I've niched myself so well that um, I don't really work with people outside of that. I like to just refer mm-hmm. um, like to someone else in the community. I really only focus on inflammation, detox, weight loss, and weight management at this point. Mm-hmm. And then obviously like plant-based is like a thing that I was focusing on before. So people who, you know, like you who are like, you know, how do I eat a plant-based diet sustainably and where, you know, can I do these cheat moments or whatever? Not that I think that they're cheating, but just like indulge, (laughs) indulging, living your life. How can I do it? How Mm -hmm. can I make it work? So yeah, that's kind of the areas that I focus on, but I would say 90% of everything stems from like inflammation. So Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm. Okay. So for people like listening, what is like a step you would recommend them taking to improve their health today. They can start drink doing more like, water. <laughs> more water. Cut <laughs> <Are> you off. <laughs> that is so true. Such a simple thing that yeah. Simplest thing that most people don't do. Mm-hmm. So two thirds of your body weight. You can times your body weight by sixty seven percent, and that's your water. Water. Don't mix your water with anything. Pure water is where it's at. Obviously, mix your water with things to drink more of that, but two thirds of your body weight should be in just straight up water, Wow, which is not as bad as it sounds. 
Mm-hmm. And like you also say put lemon in water too. Yeah. I actually have, this is like such a self-promo situation. Okay, I have, one. <laughs> I have <laughs> uh, just recently released an eight tips and tricks for de-bloat and detox. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the number one thing is lemon water mm-hmm. and then like antioxidants and pretty much everything I've already said, but it really breaks it down for you. Mm-hmm. I have to send it to you. <laughs> is, this like a, is this like a paid thing or is this like a free download? It's free. <gasps> Ooh, okay. Yeah. Where's the link? You need to I'll give it to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll put it in show notes. Yeah. If you go to my embodymethodinc.com <laughs> website and you go to shop, it's under there and it's free. It's the only free thing. Ooh, okay. Shop. Awesome. That's so helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your thoughts on like pink Himalayan salts? Do you put that in water ever? Because I've heard it's the most alkaline thing out there and obviously you want an alkaline state. Have you yeah. heard that? Or? So I'm a huge salt advocate. People are like, oh, anti-salt. Okay. I love salt. I actually have a salt room at our center and Ooh. it's like pure like Himalayan salt bricks. And oh my then, God, that's so cool. Yeah. And it um, emits salt through a tiny little diffuser called a halo generator. Mm-hmm. Um, my fiance takes like a shot of Himalayan salt and water every morning to get things going. I've never been like a salt and water person, but I definitely see the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. I mix sometimes like I'll put lemon, pink Himalayan salt. And sometimes if I feel like it, I'll put cayenne pepper in it as well. And just drink that in the morning. I love it. Like, I don't know, just that combo just like gets Mm -hmm. you going. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. It gives you energy almost like that Mm -hmm. clarity and like, I don't know, something about it. You feel so like fresh. Okay. So I like to ask people this, like, where do you see your business growing and evolving in the next like few years? And I guess what are your like dreams for it, for it growing? Um, so with my recent launch of the Embody Method, I definitely want to focus on that. I love that it's accessible for anyone, anywhere. I felt a little pigeonholed for a while, um, just working with clients in Kingston and there's just like a lot of oversaturation here. So I was like, how can I expand my business? to offer, you know, to my friends in Toronto and everything like that. So with the growth of Embody Method, I am really focused on making it accessible for everyone. I have, you know, different programs, a self-study program, a one-on-one, the accountability, and then, you know, some different guides. So it's really accessible for any level of budget as well. Mm -hmm. And I think like my mission is just to make wellness approachable and non-judgmental because mm. that's a huge thing that working through my brick and mortars um people get really nervous when they came in and I'm like no like any step forward you know your lemon and cayenne pepper waters like yes that's so exciting <laughs> like I love that any small step forward mm-hmm. is is actually like a huge leap because most people are just stuck in their ruts and they're too scared to make the changes so that's kind of like my mission, my growth for my business. I definitely want to expand internationally and wow. get the platform going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spread the word that it's not that bad to be healthy. You can be yeah. healthy and have fun. <laughs> yes. I love that. Cause you've, you've said things like that before, like, cause for people who don't know, we like met in a mastermind that we were both in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've kind of said like, Oh, like health doesn't have to be so uptight and like strict and restrictive. It can be yeah, like fun, easygoing, and like you can just enjoy life too. I like Like, that approach. Yeah. Why would you want to be like, yeah, I don't want to be pigeonholed and like Mm -hmm. only eating lettuce. 
I don't even really like lettuce. <laughs> yeah. I have a, maybe a, this might be a controversial question, but like, what do you, what are your thoughts on like the typical kind of like bodybuilder diet? Like, cause I feel like that's all over Instagram where you see people like eating like, you know, asparagus and broccoli and then like boiled chicken mm-hmm. that for like three meals, four meals a day. And they have like maybe a little bit of nuts and like a little bit of rice. And like, that's like their whole meal prep. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that type of dieting? So obviously I'm biased, but also from like a nutrition standpoint, I don't think that that's good for you at all. Um, you need to read the book, How Not to Die. It is oh. such a good book. <laughs> it sounds really entitled. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is flipping awesome. And essentially it breaks down um, like where nutrients are going. And a lot of the bodybuilder diets Um, Like you said, it's a lot of chicken, which causes a lot of lower back liver issues. Mm -hmm. And um, my father-in-law actually recently passed away from cancer and he was a bodybuilder. And and everyone was always like, he's so healthy. You know, like it was really, really shocking. He was in great shape. Um, He ate well, but like he did do a lot of the bodybuilder diet when he would do competitions and stuff, which is a lot of chicken. And ironically, he passed away from lymphoma lymphoma, and his tumor was in his low back. And I read that book shortly after and I was just like, oh my God, that is so, it's like, can't be a coincidence. And mm-hmm. it's so scary. Um, mm-hmm. And then my fiance actually went plant-based for a year after that because we kind of dove in deep to that book and we're like, holy moly, this is crazy. And yeah, I think it's just all about balance. And, you know, I know they're on a strict regime, but also you have to do it in like a sustainable way in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Um, my father-in-law never took like steroids or like any of those crazy, um, you know, sometimes they take like 900 caffeine pills just to like yeah. get their, like he never did any of that. But a lot of people do. I ha- I've had some um, bodybuilding customers, not clients, but you know, the extremes that they go to with their body. And generally speaking, after they're done competition, they go back into this like American, like sad diet approach where you're just not moving your toxins properly, Mm. leaning out to that extreme and then gaining all the weight back in such an unhealthy way. It's just common sense that that doesn't sound healthy to me. Mm-hmm. So again, I would encourage those people to really up their fiber. If you're going to eat that hefty amount of chicken, like, you know, really dive in deep to your vegetables, you know, veggies have no calories. They're not really going to hinder you in any way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not really like acquainted with what needs to happen for a bodybuilder diet, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but I'm just I, curious to hear yeah, your perspective on it. Cause that's, that's crazy to hear though. about your yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think everyone's bodies are different, but at the end of the day, you know, eating your veggies. That's the key. <laughs> yeah, like eating a variety of vegetables, drinking lots of water. Yeah. Just and like, like the most simple basic things, but I feel like people want a secret. To, they want a secret. Right, yeah. they want a secret to health and to losing weight. That's not those things. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, hey, I'm guilty of it too. Like, I'm like, what's the secret? How do I? Everyone wants a secret for everything. And, yeah, all that stuff. But it's just probably, yeah, a bit more simple than... I agree. Like overcomplicating it, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring it back to the basics. Like how did your, I don't know, great grandparents eat? You mm-hmm. know, they eat, they ate like what grew in nature. And I think that makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so where can people find you and how can they, uh, you know, reach out to you to work with you? Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm at embody method, uh, embody E M B O D Y. And then my website is embodymethodinc.com, um, where I have all my programs and like why you should work with an accountability coach, blah, blah, blah. Everything's on there. And yeah, come hang out with me. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for, you know, being on this episode. This is so great talking to you. Well, it was great talking to you too. Thanks for having me. 